This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marsha Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. morning, this is Marshall Davis. People who have read my book, Experiencing God Directly, The Way of Christian Non-Duality, often pick up on my division of the human being into three parts, body, soul, and spirit. It is an intellectual way to understand spiritual reality as manifested in human beings. It's important to remember, though, that this is a mental construct. In reality, all is one, non-dual, and yet, for experiencing oneness, it seems helpful to see humans in terms of threeness. I first came across this understanding of human nature in the works of Watchman Nee back in the 1970s. Nee was a 20th century Chinese Christian writer who was persecuted and imprisoned by the communists, and he spent the last 20 years of his life in prison and died in prison in 1972. He has a small book entitled The Release of the Spirit that introduces this approach, and he explores the topic in great depth in a three-volume work entitled The Spiritual Man. Many religions, including Christianity, understand human nature as a duality, usually referred to as body and mind, or body and soul, or body and spirit. Humans are seen as having a physical element and a spiritual element, and that's pretty much it. Western Christianity has adopted this idea, they got it, from Greek philosophy, and particularly Plato and Aristotle. They understand human beings as immortal souls in physical bodies. Plato famously said that the soul inhabits the body like an oyster in a shell. This body-soul dualism is foreign to the Bible. Neither the Old Testament nor the New Testament teach human duality. In both Testaments, a human is pictured as a whole but a whole understood as a trinity of body, soul, and spirit. The Apostle Paul, for example, writes in 1 Thessalonians, the God of peace sanctify you wholly, that's whole with a W, the God of peace sanctify you wholly, and may your spirit, soul, and body be preserved entire, without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus. We are a whole expressed as body, soul, and spirit. The Genesis 2 account of creation says that Yahweh formed the human from the dirt of the ground. That's the physical body. And then it says that God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. That is spirit, which in Hebrew is ruach, which is the same word which can be translated breath. 
And then it says that man became a living soul. Nefesh Hayah in Hebrew. Physically, we are earth. Spiritually, we are spirit divine. And when these two come together, they produce a living soul. The Greek New Testament word for soul is suke that comes over into the English directly as psyche. Biblically speaking, the soul is the psychological self, the human personality, or the personal sense of self. And this is what humans usually understand ourselves to be. We see ourselves as persons. Yet, that person, that personal psychological self, is a temporary phenomenon. It is dependent for its existence on body and spirit. And when those two part in death, the soul ceases to exist. The idea that the, the personal self will somehow survive the death of the body is wishful thinking. That is the psyche unwilling to accept its mortality. The soul or self is not real in any permanent sense. The spirit, on the other hand, came from God and returns to God. The preacher of Ecclesiastes wrote, Remember God before the silver cord is snapped and the golden bowl is crushed, before the pitcher is shattered at the spring and the wheel is broken at the well. These are all metaphors for death. Before the dust returns to the ground from which it came, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. The spirit returns to God. Because it is God. It is the breath of God. The spirit of God. Sometimes in the Bible, the human spirit is distinguished from the spirit of God. The Apostle Paul, for example, writes that the spirit of God testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And many Christians will insist on the permanent division, separation, and difference between human spirit and divine spirit. But remember that in Genesis, the spirit breathed into the human was the spirit, the breath of God. Ecclesiastes says that this spirit returns to God. Just like rivers return to the sea. Paul says there is only one spirit. There is one body and one spirit, he says, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. Spirit, by its very nature, has no boundaries. Whether we think of spirit as inside the body or outside the body, there is one spirit. It's the same divine spirit, which is life itself. There's no inside or outside in spirit. The Upanishads, like the Bible, does distinguish between the spirit in humans and the spirit in the universe. It calls the spirit within us Atman and the spirit outside of us, if you will, Brahman. But then it goes on to say that these two are the same, that Atman is Brahman that thou art. Jesus put it this way, the kingdom of God is within you. 
that recognition that the divine within is the divine without is spiritual awakening. Watchman Nee develops a biblical anthropology based on this tripartite understanding, exploring the different aspects of body, soul, and spirit. He notes that the body has five physical senses, touch, sight, hearing, smell, and taste. He goes on to say that the soul, the psyche, has three faculties, volition, emotion, and intellect. And he says that the human spirit also has three senses, intuition, conscience, and communion. He diagrams the three elements of body, soul, and spirit as three concentric circles. With the body as the outermost, the soul, the inner circle, and the spirit, the innermost circle. That is patterned on the three different layers of the Jewish tabernacle and temple, the outer court, the holy place, and the holy of holies. The Jewish temple is symbolic of the human body, which Paul says is the temple of God. This diagram of three concentric circles is just a way for the mind to try to get a hold of this. It could be depicted in exactly the opposite order, with the body appearing within the soul, appearing within the spirit, which is the way I picture it. Once again, there's no inside and outside, though. It would be more accurate to have a diagram without any boundaries at all. A circle with no border, a center with no circumference. But that would not be a circle, and it wouldn't be much of a diagram. Understanding the three faculties of the human spirit are very helpful when it comes to unitive awareness. Intuition, conscience, and communion are how we are aware of what we really are. Our true, eternal nature. It is through intuition that we know our essential unity and identity as eternal spirit. It is through conscience that we walk in the Spirit. It is in communion that we experience union with the divine. Communion literally means union with. The only way that unitive awareness happens is through the Spirit, in the Spirit, and by the Spirit. The psyche, the soul, cannot know unitive awareness. The soul's faculties of volition, emotion, and intellect cannot grasp it, and the senses of the body cannot perceive it. It is known through intuition. It is experienced through communion. It is lived through conscience. This is what the Bible calls being born of the Spirit and living in the Spirit and walking in the Spirit. The way of unitive awareness is the way of the Spirit. As humans, we are a trinity. Body, soul, and spirit. We tend to see ourselves as soul, as psyche. But we are in fact spirit, expressed as psyche and body. Spirit is our eternal nature. 
Christian philosopher Pierre Teilhard de Chardin wrote, We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. I would go further than that. We are not human beings. We are being itself, expressed as humans. And that is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Christ.